The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, once again seizing the microphone and assuming the host's duties, and I'm joined by uh, uh, our, you know, grown-up-in-the-room and Republican, Sue Timberlake. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait a second. Hold on. And and uh, our long-suffering producer and button pusher, whose buttons I have just pushed, John Roberts. <laughs> again, again, um, you have not seized the means of recording, Mike. <laughs> but it sounds so cool when I say that. <laughs> you 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 were given a job. <laughs> you were given a job by the executive producers. I I will rise up and seize the means of production, you know, uh, uh, workers you of the show. Wait, that Mike, y- Mike, you can't you seize are the-, the means of production because I'm the producer. Unless you want to produce the show. Do you want to produce the show, Mike? Oh, my God. Oh no, my that's God. work. All right. Then, <laughs> too much work. Then you will not seize anything, my friend. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm a lazy bourgeois. I don't want to actually do the work of the proletariat. I just want to, like, <laughs> pretend that I do because that's cool. You know what? That's uh, – it's good, that, so it's good that you've accepted your lot in life, I guess. I don't I, know. <laughs> holy crap. I think I'm a big chunk of lefty Twitter just now. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh what? no, we don't want Rose Twitter coming after us. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you oh, doing? Dear. No. Well, Rose Twitter, if you want to come after us, here's how you do it. You can email us civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org, tweet at us at civilpoliticsfm, and facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is how you drag us on there. Uh, you could also go directly to our website and, you know, leave comments or uh, listen to other episodes of the show and complain about them and even catch a few supplemental episodes we've done, which is all can be found at civilpoliticsradio.com. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, yes. Yeah, so Rose Twitter, of course, can drag us. But also, um, we were planning to – I. I I don't want to. I don't want to make this show into like a like a partisan pylon. But can we drag the GOP just a little bit tonight? You just really like to say that you're just going to be saying that all show, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I hope it's not a drag. <laughs> well, you know, I think my party oh my is God. struggling about who it's going to be. Yes. I really do think that's a you know whatever you know if if Trump was a hostile takeover. You know, he he, he has was. fractured. He has fractured the party, I think. Mm-hmm. And it'll be I mean, I, I, before the show, we were talking a little bit about, you know, some of the events that are going on, like having a rally against um, Lynn Cheney in her own state. You know, it's just and then and, you know, the, the people that are the Republicans that have stood up and voted sort of with the uh, Constitution are, are going to be run out of town. I mean, that's 
that's sort of what's happening in my party at the moment. It's sort of yeah. horrifying. And, well, you know, the party of law and order. I mean, what what does that mean? Well, and and, uh, uh, you know, the Arizona Republican Party at their convention voted to censure uh, John McCain's widow, uh, Cindy, I believe. And I think their sitting governor, whose name I'm forgetting, and another uh, important fellow uh, pro- or prominent Republican, because they didn't support Trump in the last election. And it's like, um, yep. you know, the, the, these these are your, you know, luminaries in your party. <laughs> what what are you doing? Yeah, they don't know. Well, I've heard the five, you know, there's five senators that voted to um, continue the impeachment debate with the Democrats. So that's why it passed. So they're continuing yeah. the debate. But um, it, which five some, were, some, were were they again? Uh, Romney and Romney and Murkowski and um, um, Ben Sass from Nebraska. Yeah, uh, Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania, Susan and Collins. Susan Collins, right? Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. So, but there's some some in my party, you know, that hate them. But there's a lot in my party that are saying that they're the pride of uh, the the pride of the party. You know that they're actually real Republicans that stand for, you know, the, the small government and free markets and law and order and the Constitution. And so I, I, I think you know we're going to see where this goes. But the, I yeah. think the battle is the battle is joined. So I was uh, talking to someone last night about this actually, uh, and you know, for the last last few days, I was thinking like I really. I I think in a, a strong, competent opposition party is important to I agree. Uh, oh, totally to our country. Like I don't like a lot of the policies that the Republican Party has um, uh, put in over the years, but I think that um, having someone like there's the like having someone that doesn't have the exact opposite view but has a different view of what uh, the country should be. They should have, you know, like they they should be able to push back on the, you know, like, uh, there should like this is the whole checks and balances thing. We have a we yep. have a system of government that is built on recognizing that people are horrifyingly selfish. That's kind of that's kind of like baked in. You know, like that's why we have so many checks and balances. That's why we have like the two chambers. That's why we have, uh, um, like judiciary, yeah, judiciary, and uh, the way that um people are supposed to be able to to gain power or like to make laws, you have to agree on cer- certain things, and like there, there's a lot of there's I could go on and on, but like the. Like when when the founders were making the country, and believe me, there were a lot of issues with the founders. But when they were making the country, clearly they were like, "We're horrible people. We should we should take account for that." So having yeah. they were having, like, "Have you met John Adams? Exactly. We've got to make sure he can't seize too much power." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so, I think that those those Republicans that were voting. I'm hoping that, um, especially with the formation of the Patriot Party, which I'm really hoping in game, gains traction, to be honest. Um, not too much traction, but just enough to drain all the crazies <laughs> into their own little, like, useless party. 
like if we can just do that and have Republicans like Romney and Murkowski, Collins, uh, and like Bill Weld, you know, like if yep. we can just have that, then can I add Chris Christie to the mix? Sure, you yelling at me? Sure, no, no, no. <laughs> See. I don't like these people, but that's fine because I don't have to. They they are there to do a job, and if they recognize what that job is, then they then do you know? I think that like when it comes down to it, I want them to be defeated, but. <laughs> you want their voice at the table though. Yeah, and just like if we yep. have a if we had like a president president Romney and we had uh and the Senate was split 50-50, you know, like I would want the Democrats to have uh, a a strong voice as well. We need yep. you need an opposition party. You need someone to stand up to the power no matter who it is because if you don't, then the people in power will just run run crazy, and we've seen that for the past four years. So there's a yeah. There's more. There's more than a few studies that have shown to make a good decision. You do a thing. It's called a Delphi technique. It's probably named after the Oracle of Delphi, but the Delphi technique and what it is is you take you know say five or six groups of people and you separate them. So they're in little groups and you ask them all the same question and they all talk amongst themselves and come up with answers, but they don't talk to each other until you bring the groups back together. Mm-hmm. And, and that way you get a variety of perspectives and you get a better decision than if you have a hundred people in a room discussing it in front of each other, yeah. because they're people that influence and drag the conversation in ways that are really important to having all the facts on the table. So I, I totally agree with you. You know, yeah. it is really important to have like Massachusetts is just way too democratic. It's wicked, you know, and there's been a lot of corruption because of it. I think, you know, one, corruption? one hand washing the other. Bless my soul. <laughs> how could that possibly be true? <laughs> well, I will not hear you speak, <clears throat> speak ill of, you know, our our the great longtime political yeah <laughs> of the great William Bulger you know <laughs> I, there's well um, and yeah, and the other five that followed him yeah that have you know gone to jail or well mm-hmm. and some of it's you know it's old Boston politics very corrupt it's like Chicago politics you know we had Curly we had Mayor Curly who would yeah. go down and take take your license exam for you. You know, he would he would just do that so that you could pass and then you'd owe him. I mean, yeah. that's 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 where we come from. So I I'm totally with you on that. And I, you know, I worry what's going to happen to the Republican Party. But I, I think, you know, the jury's out as to what where it goes from here. Uh, um, well, y'all aside are, from y'all are call- screwed, basically. Yeah. Well, aside from calling out uh, cronyism and whatnot, and <clears throat> like, uh, I don't know if you guys follow politics in the uk at all i mean i i do because i follow some bit. people on on twitter so like there, like very briefly there's been a, a a big uproar because uh you know they've been closing their schools because of coronavirus and so a lot of people in the uk 
uh, just like in the US, it's like, well, you know, we're struggling. So like sending our kids to school so they get free meals is an important part of making sure our kids get to eat. And so it's like, well, schools are closed. So we're going to be sending you like these, you know, boxes of food basically as part of that. And and so like this whole thing is, has come out because, you know, the companies are billing the UK government like 30 pounds per per you know child for per week and the actual amount of food the kids uh family is getting is like you know five or six pounds worth of food and it's like oh okay so what's happening to the other you know 25 pounds is are you just pocketing it what's happening here and it became uh it's become a big uproar uh especially because like you know like oh the guy who runs this company is friends with this guy who's a you know friend of the prime minister's and uh, oh, the person who's like putting these contracts out, like her husband is the inspector general. So like if you complain, that guy's got to investigate his wife. And it's like, oh, OK. <clears throat> and that's one of the 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 downsides to the UK parliament. And that, of course, is a model that uh, our founders were reacting against, um, like when you have a ruling party and they control a majority of parliament because parliament is it you've got parliament and then you've got the the monarch and of course the monarch today is a figurehead so you've basically just got parliament you know they can do whatever they can get the votes for and you know because party discipline's really strong in the UK it means pretty much whoever's in charge can get away with pretty much anything uh, you know, minus whatever sense of shame they might have if there's enough public outcry or, you know, and they're worried about elections. And of course, you know, Boris Johnson and his crew don't have to worry about elections for five years. So, yeah. you know, like they, like it's it's open season and there's there's nothing to stop them. So, well, that's you know, like that's, senators being elected for six years. You know, they right. are insulated from the pressures to some degree. I believe right. in the free market of ideas, too. I, I think that's really important. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the thing is that we have those those terms, but like um, you have, the, I mean, the, the two chambers have the different terms, I think, for for good reason. You know, like one is supposed to be like the fire brand the other one's supposed to be like where you pour your tea onto a plate and it cools off yep but um, (laughs) the um the the biggest thing is that when you have an opposition party you need a strong opposition party needs to be competent and they need to make their and both sides need to be making their arguments in good faith and for the past good faith that's important they need to have they need to be making their arguments in a way that they actually believe what they're saying at least for the most part i know politics come in and everything like that but um like an actual republican party like a strong republican party would not have have been supporting all of this they wouldn't they shouldn't have been putting up with all this craziness like let's like uh like Ted Cruz saying um, a lot of people think that something wrong happens. So we should look into it, even though you don't need to do that. Like that, that's not, that's something that you shouldn't, you should take him aside and say, what the hell, man, you know, <laughs> that's, his that's own, something that the Republican Party should, should do. Stop him. Well, there, yeah, his see, own the shame is they don't have shame. The, the people in charge of the Republican Party right now have no shame. They are completely shameless. Yeah. The, and that's – having no shame in politics is incredibly powerful 
because yeah. you can do whatever you want. Whatever, you know? Let's give taxes to let's give tax breaks to everybody except the poor. Let's go, you know? Who cares? Who like they don't like we don't care. That's the and that is the biggest problem with the Republican Party right now among everything else. Because they, the the leadership and the whole sensibility of of being conservative in this country now is just being completely shameless. Well, and, and I would not having it like not actually thinking about the consequences. That's what the major party is saying, and that has to not be. I I would also uh, just point out. Uh, you know, we use the phrase marketplace of ideas as a, a metaphor. And, you know, obviously it's 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 not a perfect literal description of things. But, you know, take it seriously for a moment and think about, okay, well, what is a marketplace? And a marketplace is Twitter. Uh, no. <laughs> what Twitter? What are you talking you, about? You, you know where I'm gonna go because my party just is suing to try and get Twitter to stop censoring people. Well, that's too bad. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, sorry, I was leading you into a into a blind alley, but you didn't fall for it. So, okay, I'm learning. Um, yeah, we saw Joe Chill over there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So the uh, the whole idea of a marketplace is a marketplace is like a a, a social space that we agree upon. Like we're going to come together and we're going to do business here and. Uh, there are, you know, guidelines and, and some basic rules uh, that we're all sort of going to agree upon in order to take part in it. And we're all sort of going to agree on the, the the basic assumption that like, well, all right, we may be sharp dealing or whatever, but we have like there are things that are OK and things that aren't uh, here. And so it's like, you know, if you're there just to like, you know, uh pick people's pockets and steal crap when they aren't looking. You're not actually part of the marketplace. You're, you're, you need a, an arbiter too. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. You, you need, need an arbiter. Policeman. You need ways of, uh, ways of handling Level playing field. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, the, you need rules for fairness, is, but the, yeah. just the, the, the Republican party, uh, the people who were like, Oh God, Ted Cruz, you know, and, and so forth. Like they're not, they're not there to like do business they're there to to just get whatever they they can and if that means you know uh uh starting a fire in one corner and then you know grabbing as much stuff as they can and running out they'll do that and like i said that's not actually participating in the marketplace that's yeah. that's something exactly. else exactly and those, you know much as the the, grifters those those are the people who own the real estate right. and who charge everybody rent <laughs> Well, much as I, you know, we can talk about that part of the metaphor too, if you like, but just like the, the much as I, you know, roll my eyes at Mitt Romney and, and Susan Collins and uh, uh, Chris Christie and whatnot, like, I do feel that ultimately they're there like, you know, hey, I'm here to, you know, to cut the sharpest bargain I can and, and, you know, do, uh, you know, you know, try and get as much over on you as I can, but, you know. It's not cool, you know, like I'm not actually going to like reach into your pocket and steal your wallet because like that's yeah. that's not how it works. Yes, and as soon moral, as I do that, it all falls compass. apart. Yeah. yeah. 
They're yeah. more accomplices than you, but they still have a compass. Well, and they and they yeah. buy into the assumption that, like, yes, we are all in this together, and that this is worth doing. And you know, the people who rioted in the Capitol and uh, uh, you know put 140 police officers in the hospital, apparently. Um, is that how many that's, it was? I believe oh that's God. what I saw in a Washington Post article. Uh, I I put the link up there. Jamra can can post to the show notes and may, maybe 140. That's it, not it really in the news. 140. Well, Washington Post. Yeah. I, well, no, I know I mean, they're they're like, MSM, but not like on their news. <laughs> no, I meant like headline news. So you you know you're not. I it wasn't really strongly presented how many Capitol Police were yeah. injured. That yeah, was I, news to me, I guess. And I do yeah, read yeah, a lot too. of the different news. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Amazing. I mean, I, I heard about a, a you know a fellow who was killed by his injuries, but. Uh, you know, Didn't you say earlier that somebody was going to lose an eye from their I, injury I, I, stuff? That yeah. apparently, you know, so, someone's in danger of losing an eye, and apparently, at least one one officer has like you know serious spinal injuries, and you know, apparently, there's just like a lot of 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 people who were seriously hurt. And it was violent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what insurrections are. Yeah. <laughs> thank God thank God they didn't catch Mike Pence or Nancy Pelosi, although that's very bipartisan of them. Yeah. But thank uh, God they didn't catch them. Yeah. Sorry. Jesus. I I think the I think the the, the biggest thing, just going back to the, the metaphor, like we whenever we say a metaphor, uh we can always go off into the weeds and like this is this and this is this. And the the big the base thing is that there are that there are accepted rules and guidelines that people have agreed to over the past 200 years even even when everybody's just fighting and everything like there are some things that are expected they they don't always happen but we hopefully have them and when you just completely throw all of them out the window then uh when you're and then you talk about unity or whatever and they and like if you just throw them all out of the window, then you're not participating in the in the marketplace of ideas. And if they really want to have a big tent, like everybody works together, then what the Republican Party has to do is take all these people that have no shame, that don't have any, that don't care, and boot them. Just yeah. boot. And the thing that I was really thinking about, and now I remembered. Uh, these reports. Well, what if the state wants them anyway? What you know, if Kansas, if Kansas likes their Republican person, then they can the run, run party, another, another party. They can go to the Patriot next, Party or whatever. I'm saying I'm okay. talking about the Republican yeah. organization. They can boot out members. Yep. So you remove them and you say we they do not represent our ideas and then you get them get rid of them. But what I was going to say is the people like you see all these reports over the past few years about, uh, oh, this like I know Republicans that don't think this way or uh, there are a lot of Republicans behind closed doors that don't like Trump or whatever. And anybody like that, it should be removed like you don't you want to. You don't like something. You think something's illegal, and you don't say anything. What's wrong with you? You know, like Mitch McConnell is like, oh, I might, uh, he he probably should be uh, impeached. So say that on the news. You know, go in front of everybody and say, look at look what this idiot did. 
He doesn't represent us. Like he, Mitch McConnell is basically the leader of the Republican Party right now. Did so, you um, did do you remember when somebody in my party? This is sort of like the seminal event for me um, when they called out that Obama was a liar in the middle of his oh God. speech. Yeah, yeah. I, can't remember I mean the guy's that name was right a now, turning point. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank God we don't remember his name. But but Ugh. yeah, that you know the breach of norms is what you're talking about. And he's still you in know, Congress, I, I believe. I always worry when when you you know you want to you know ostracize somebody out of the out of the um, rasa. Is it the rasa? I can't remember my Latin. But anyway, out of out of the um, out of the forum of this of the marketplace, you know, ostracizing people for their their speech. I you know it's it is a tough one. Yeah. Well, I, I think the Latin word for, for it actually is forum. <laughs> is it forum? Oh, well, then, yeah. well, the brain yeah, is you, old. You so may be thinking of tabula rasa, was... you know, the clean <laughs> slate, and the 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 <laughs> rasa is the clean part of tabula rasa. Yeah. You know, uh, that is yeah. Addison Graves, Joe Wilson Sr. Joe Wilson, yep. Uh, yep. Representative yep. of South Carolina's 2nd District uh, since 2001. Yeah, he's still um, in Congress now. He is still in Congress. That was in 2009, and he is a poop head. That's what I say. I agree. He's a poopy poopy <laughs> that was head. A horrifying, that was a horrifying moment yeah. to, you know, be so, um, I don't know, impulse, you know, just lack of impulse control. You know, it's just, just impulse control. Weird. It's like that he thought that was okay. Yeah. yeah. Like impulse control, like like I, you know, everybody has impulse control. Like there are things that we know that are not okay that we so we don't do it. He thought that was completely acceptable. And yeah. that was something that he as a representative that it, it was that was something he should do. And that sort of thinking should just be ejected out of the Republican Party, the grand old party. I agree. If they want to have ed, if they want any respect then well, and, and if they want any like you boot these people out and you send them to a third party or something they can get it reelected if they want but you don't give them money you don't give them uh, uh seats you don't give them seats on, on committees you just shun them so let me let me give you an example and see what you guys would do with this you're old enough to remember sort well, of well can we um, do this after the after break the- yeah, we are coming okay. up on the break. I think. So <laughs> I would gonna, like. Sure. I, I want to hear what you you have to say, yeah. but we should we should probably take a break. We're going to okay. play some um, PSAs, promos, and station IDs here on Civil Politics on Valley Free Radio. But uh, once we're done with that, we'll be back to talk about the rest of this. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Outbreaks of whooping cough or pertussis are happening across the United States. This serious respiratory disease can be deadly for babies. By getting the whooping cough vaccine, called Tdap, during the third trimester of each pregnancy, women can pass antibodies to their babies to help protect them until they're old enough to receive their own vaccine. Learn more at cdc.gov pertussis pregnant. That's pertussis, P-E-R-T-U-S-S-I-S. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player, each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps do not as much so, yet never dull. 
Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. Science is real, from the Big Bang to Join me for Evidence-Based Radio, Friday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. to learn more about science and skepticism. You can email questions or topic requests to evidencebasedradio at gmail.com. That's Friday nights from 6 to 7 on Valley Free Radio. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, and uh, we were just, uh, the floor was Sue Timberlakes, our resident Republican, uh, as she was uh, uh, commenting on, God, I've I've lost the thread a little bit, but you were explaining something about shame uh, shame shame and how- Yeah, yeah, shame and no shame, and mention you know in, in respect to say Joe Wilson, you know, interrupting Obama during the State of the Union eleven years ago. Oh, it's horrifying for yeah. those of us that like decorum and you know it's having some sort of it was disgusting. Uh, it's disgusting. It was disgusting. I, I was yeah. I was genuinely shocked. I, I was genuinely I was shocked, shocked too. Actually, yeah. I was not shocked. Yeah. Not that shocked. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so. So anyway, uh, so, yeah. So, so Sue, yeah, go, you wanted wanna, to talk. Oh, I'm sorry, we're talking over each other. I apologize. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I have a delay in my brain tonight, so I apologize. Um, yeah. So, so I want. I wondered what you guys thought of this one because you were talking about. Well, that's just too much, and they should be thrown out of the party. So this isn't about politics, really. But um, in the 80s, probably towards uh, when was AIDS really? The first one was found in 81. So it's probably 85, 86. Yeah, I think Reagan. Yeah, Reagan was president, and they oh, weren't yes, really he dealing. Was. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he they definitely really... was president. Yeah, that's they, about, they, eighty-five. Is about when I started to see those silence versus silence is equals death, death. posters yep. going up around my high school. Yep, so. that was ACT UP that really promoted a lot of that. Well, so you know, a lot of a lot of gay men were dying of AIDS, and the and the yeah. government was not addressing it right. So yep. they went to some place where I think it was the uh, ter- um, Surgeon General was, or the head of the CDC, or I forget who it was that they corralled. But he was he was giving a speech. Was it C. Everett um, Coop? Because he was the Surgeon General, and he's well, uh, no, I think Coop was better. Um, there was somebody oh. earlier, I think. Coop actually Listen stepped some, up. I, I, you know, yeah, you want to talk about yeah. a Republican who's who's got his eye on the ball. See, Everett Coop was one of them. 
Oh, he was good on cigarettes too. He when yep. it, when it wasn't popular. But anyway, yep. so these ACT UP guys um, who were getting more and more outrageous, they went to the speech where the Surgeon General might not have been the Surgeon General, but whoever the health person was, uh-huh. and um, sort of ambushed him in this very public forum with lots of press. And they stood up and said, like, shame or something like that, or silence equals death. And they took condoms and they threw them at the guy in a in a live audience. And some of them condoms were used and people were horrified. People were horrified because, you know, not that we knew then, but we sort of knew it was transmitted by blood and body fluids. Or at least that was the theory. Ew. Well, they were trying yeah. to get Ew. so, yeah. So, you know, is that a valid tactic? I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty horrifying. They were trying to force them to do something. I mean, that's what they were doing. Here, here's here's my initial work. take I mean, on it. Like that is, <laughs> like I don't I don't remember that happening, but I was only like fifteen at the time. Um, yeah. Uh, that is, uh, really, really gross and, and, yes. uh, but, um, it's, you know, uh, it was big uh, talk at Harvard. I think it happened right. at Harvard, but so. that kind of, uh, that kind of unseemly public display is, you know, the voice of the voiceless, you know, if you're a marginalized, uh, power, you know, powerless group or, or, you know, disempowered group in society, and you've got life or death needs that aren't being addressed, you know, acting up like that, right. Like doing something that is shocking, but not like, you know, it's not like they were throwing bombs. It's not like they were, you know, setting fire. Might've been infectious. Might've been infectious. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I I, like it's gross and it's, it's nasty, but just like fundamentally, uh, like that strikes me as, as, you know, acceptable, well, not acceptable, but like, you know, that's like, okay, yeah, that, that's legitimate political action, uh, in that context. Like, you know, these people are, you know, they're a shunned group and, you know, they're, you know, in desperate trouble because people are dying and the powers that be are ignoring them. And it's like, yeah, that that's that's when you have to like start getting uh extreme and pushing the the bounds of what's acceptable um so and that's, should I, I, would, I would thrown, well, thrown some of them out if they you know some of the ones that threw used condoms do you think they should have been thrown out of act up um no because like that's not what i mean act up that's 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 them acting up i've like I would just I would draw a, a strong distinction between that and Joe Wilson, because even though all Joe Wilson did was, was you know, yell out something. Uh, say words. Know, right. Say, say words. words. But it's like you are a sitting congressperson. You have way more power than than most people in the world do, because you actually have a vote in the U.S. government <laughs> and what it does. And, uh, you know, and and you know, you, you're not powerless, you're not voiceless. Uh, and this is a moment where the president comes, comes in and gives a speech and you listen to it. And then afterwards you have lots of power 
to like crap all over it and ignore what he said and do whatever, you know? There's even like a televised rebuttal coming from your party afterwards. So it's like, you know, you don't you don't need to blurt out like that. That's that that's not um that's not punching up. <laughs> so So is it a different is the power differential that makes it more abhorrent? I think the power differential is a huge part of how we consider how any of this speech plays out. Um, yeah, you know, like like that. That one of the one of the senators who's uh, uh, been catching a lot of flack for his support <laughs> for the Capitol insurrection is Josh Hawley, and Josh Hawley recently oh, yeah. published yeah. an op-ed because you know, like he had a book coming out through. Oh, I think, yeah. You know, you know, Harper Collins or something, you know, a major publishing house. And the, the, the publisher said, no, on second thought, we're not going to publish your book. And his book was basically like lefties, you know, are, are stifling us and we got to call out their nonsense. And, and, you know, he's run for president. Exactly. And so he was complaining. That's well put, Sue. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. (laughs) And so, and he's, so he's calling out, you know, like the woke mob at this publisher or whatever. And it's like, uh, you know, you know, and like I will not be silenced, and it's like you're not being silenced. You're a freaking senator. <laughs> you know, you can, you know, you still have a uh, have like uh, you know social media accounts. You still have all the you know the voice that any person would have who hasn't been like thrown off Twitter for you know in, you know backing the Nazis. But also, you know, like you're a senator, you have prominence. You know, you you're going to get interviewed by the press. You get to go on national television and talk about stuff. Yeah, um, you can walk out. In, into your lobby of your of your office building and there will be just a bunch of people that will just rush you and want to talk to you yeah and you know when the the senate is in session you can say whatever you want like one of the things that's like absolutely sacrosanct is the right of a, a representative or a senator to say anything in the course of debate on the floor of congress and that includes like you know uh uh if you remember the pentagon papers back in the 70s one guy actually was reading them into the record and like that's you know it doesn't matter that that is uh uh you know classified or you know any of that stuff it's like if you know uh i'm reading something into the record as part of you know my speech and debate activity in congress that is utterly protected like there is no like like it is constitutionally forbidden to take any action against me because of that well you know, actually, other than voting me out of office you know just um will, if i can interject here uh one it the 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 protest that you were talking about sue was the stop the church protest um organized in 19 december 10th 1989 so that was under president bush uh bush the first um yep. They were Sorry, actually they, dates were off. No, that's okay. But they disrupted a mass. It's the eighties, you know, uh, f- at uh, the St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York. Um, a hundred eleven, one hundred eleven protesters were arrested. Fifty three of whom were arrested inside the church, and the and they were protesting during you know. Like they they were giving out the Eucharist. Religious. (laughs) (laughs) They were like uh, the protest and especially the the desecration of a of a consecrated communion wafer uh, made headline Mm. news. I I can't find anything about 
using uh, about used condoms. I've I've been looking through this. I haven't been able to find anything, but I'm sure that at, at the very least, people probably didn't want to like post that in the newspapers. Kind of, it's kind of sick. Well, um, um, yeah, it was sort of horrifying. To everyone. Yeah, so I haven't. But, well, sort of, and 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 also that's that's different. Like you know, I'm not a fan of the Catholic Church, but it's one thing to be like, "Hey, you're a public official. You know, you're elected to office. Or you're appointed by somebody who's been elected, and you know, I'm calling you out because my tax dollars are paying for you, and you aren't doing things to save lives, and that's bad." And it's like, you know, the church is not the Catholic Church is not the same in oh, that respect. So you you I mean, calling them out is for that. Yes, I do have. I mean, I'm not saying that like going in and disrupting the service is is necessary. You know, like that's that's a, a tactic, and I I can see the legitimacy of that. But it's like it's still it is different from you know calling out uh, an organization like the Catholic Church, which has no legal power. Like they can't, they don't actually have the ability to make laws. They don't get to they don't get to like levy taxes and then spend them. You know, yeah, they, they don't have. have not in the United States. Okay. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, you know, yeah they, they totally they, do. They, they have they, a whole well, city. Well, the Catholic <laughs> Church, the Catholic yeah, Church ran Boston, yeah. ran Boston for years, and they owned well, all the not, legislators. They, and they, they didn't they did run it through the influence. city. They had influence. And the influence was is, substantial, but that's not the same as like, you know, actually being president or actually being yeah. governor, you know, like, you know, or actually being like the director of public health for Massachusetts or whatever, you know, well, like, they like, forced fa Father Drynan to not run for office. Hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. So that, okay. that's the distinction what? I would draw is just between official yeah. and influential, but not actually like, you know, a public. Right. So would you, hey, go ahead. Would you Sorry, yeah. So you would sanction them then for that, for the church. But not for a public health official. I'm I, I again. I'd have to know more about what specifically happened. Uh, but I'm just saying, like it is, it, it it's one thing to be calling out, uh, uh, you know, Bull Connor because he's actually like the freaking sheriff, um, and it's another thing to be calling out the guy who owns a dry goods store. I mean, you know, yeah. call out racist behavior, call out violence, call out all the problems with Jim Crow. But it's like. You know, like the guy who's actually been appointed to public office and is supposed to be, you know, among other things, protecting, protecting the public health and 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 yeah. and keeping order is very different from a guy who's like, yeah, I I'm I'm here to sell you, you know, uh, uh, you know, seed for your for your planting and, uh, you know, whatever, you know, okay. fertilizer. Uh, anyway, go, sorry, there, go ahead. Please. There are a few there are a few things here. Um, one, uh. The protesters are not um, elected uh, representatives of any of anybody. They they don't have actual power, and protesting is their. Neither is are their the right. political parties. Neither are the political parties. The I'm talking about Joe Wilson. Okay, I thought that's what we were talking about. Are we just talking saying, about like? Should, should oh. the organization expel them? That's okay. really what I was so, asking. I mean, they, it did it. I mean, in the in the case of Joe Wilson, uh, no, because he didn't try to. He didn't like take part in like he didn't have any part in a riot. I would. I think a censure would have been better, but I, I think a censure takes both houses of of Congress. Um, the reprimand was fine, whatever. Um, 
Yeah, and I agree with you on that. You know, I it's it like he shouldn't have done that, and I think that should have reflected poorly on him instead of getting him a boost in funding. I think the I think the Republican Party and they wouldn't have to like boot him out, but they would reduce his his uh, influence, maybe take him off a committee if he was on there, whatever. You know, like there are ways to put him in time out, as it were. Yeah, they 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 should have rebuked him, but that that shouldn't be like an ejection, like they do they should do with like Ted Cruz. Um, but like he wasn't abusing his power; he was just being a jerk. You know, uh, in the in the in the case of the protesters, one they aren't elected representatives, so they there's no uh, there's no standard. There's no body they belong to. There's no yeah. body. Well, I mean, the the thing is, they're protesters. There's no standard to hold them up to in terms of being a protester. You know, if they were throwing used condoms at people, uh, then they are they are that's sick and dangerous because it's bodily fluids and so if they if they did that then they should be punished for that that's the thing you know if you want to if you want to protest yeah should their organization i was making act up like the republican party as in it was a group of individuals that had a certain purpose and and how how do you how do you decide who you eject from your organization okay you know so, sort of what's this that's kind of what i was making the parallel to sorry i mean that's easy it's like a, they, they act up if they thought that was that that was poor de, a poor decision to do then they then they can boot them out did they and think they that think was a poor it, decision to do is that the organization no it worked then, it worked <laughs> then then they don't get booted out that's a private organization like they can like in my in my opinion are are you asking like if I was part of ACT UP and and would I no, decide would you, to would you criticize ACT UP for not expelling them? No. You know, would you would <laughs> no. you would you criticize the Republican Party for not expelling, you know, fill uh, in the blank. That's if, the parallel they, I'm making. Well, Joe Wilson, no, I don't criticize them for not expelling him. Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, you know, the people who were like, yeah, no, the, you know, the, the riot wasn't actually, you know, it was, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. The election, the election wasn't real. Yeah. And, 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 you know, like, no, it wasn't kosher to impeach Trump when he was president because, you know, the voters should decide that. And now that he's no longer president, we shouldn't be impeaching him because he's no longer president. So it's like, whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah. so never tails, impeach the That's crap. Heads you lose. Yeah. The yeah. Two heads you lose. The two, yes, exactly. Well put. The two organizations have have very little to do with each other. There's not a parallel that you can draw there. That's the thing. Uh, they they have two – the two organizations, like one is a protest um, organization – that is trying to put political like, action committee. Yeah, they're yeah. they're trying to yeah they're a pack. So like they were trying to put shine a light on the AIDS epidemic. Yeah. Um, and they're they're issue advocacy, and the Republican yeah, Party yes. is a political party. It it does a whole bunch of other stuff besides yeah, taking positions pack. on a number of issues. The polit the the Republican Party is not a pack. Yeah. They have packs. Also, I don't think Act Up is a pack. 
I think they. they I don't might. think they were in 1989. No, I mean <laughs> yeah, they. I they, they the they, laws changed it. Yeah. They yeah, okay. They and this is again. We're getting into the weeds here, which we really need to avoid. Okay. <laughs> um. I don't. I know that yeah, you think that way, Sue. About, but <laughs> the and we still want to talk about GameStop before exactly. the end of the show. Yes. So, so, so drag us me, out of the weeds, genre. Okay. So the one there too that the Republican Party which is a an organization made up of elected officials and people that support these elected officials have different rules of conduct than act up the aids coalition to unleash power and who are uh, a a group that pro that protests and try to raise issue on on gay rights and on health. There are there they are two distinctly groups, distinctly different groups. The, They're almost different circles entirely, my God, yes. not even overlapping. I mean, yes. Yeah, but. but that that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they are two groups. One one is elected and one has actual political power, not just influence but actual power they can direct their members to make laws or to make statements that would affect laws and one is a group that it, that's a bunch of people that want to make their voices heard about something that they don't actually have power moving on gamestop Yes. <laughs> We've got Can a few stop. minutes left. Let's see if we can talk about this interestingly. Go ahead. All right. So let me let me let me let me uh read something here. Let me okay. So let's I'm gonna try to go through this really quickly. Um because uh, as the the resident video game nerd, we're talking about GameStop, which is a horrible business, by the way. It's a it's basically an upscale uh pawn shop. Um anyway, uh they their stock has been cratering because one they were already a bad business like i said two it's the pandemic so nobody's going into their stores and three most video games nowadays can be sold online and just downloaded to your to your uh thing so and a lot of people are buying video games from the internet and not in actual in actual physical disc so i understand this, the newest game consoles are, are actually not even going to have a, a disc drive anymore just uh there is an option to have no disc drive that's right and it and it costs cheaper so that's, the thing is like personally i like having discs because i like being able to sell it and, and loan it and stuff like that but that doesn't matter what the thing is that their stock is cratering what uh now what a lot of businesses and a lot of hedge funds do is short so they borrow shares, they sell those shares at the current price, and then are they borrowed? Uh, let me see. Let's say no, you've I got it right. Uh, let's say I want to short X Y Z, which has a current price of ten dollars. I borrow one share and sell it immediately at ten dollars. I now have ten dollars, but I owe the broker the one share I borrowed. Then let's say X Y Z drops to seven dollars. I now decide to cover that or buy back the stock with my for my short position and buy the share at seven dollars and return that borrowed share i made ten dollars when i sold it and i only had seven dollars uh i only had to pay seven dollars to buy it back so profit is three dollars that's what people do yeah. all the time it's called shorting it's a, it's, it's a bet that it's going to go lower exactly it's it's a casino racket anyway so mm -hmm. 
Now let's so say the whole stock market. <laughs> well, yeah. Now let's say instead XYZ uh, dro- price dropped to seven dollars, but it goes up to fifteen. Now I need to return the bar one borrowed share to my broker, except now it's going to cost me a lot more to buy it back. So if I buy it back at fifteen and I sold it at ten, now I am I have lost five dollars. Enter in yep. the Reddit uh, channel uh, Wall Street Bets, which as they're descri- they're self-described as 4chan if 4chan found a bloomberg terminal <laughs> it's true so these I love people this story. they sorry. went through robin hood cuz they're all just a bunch of guys like they're all just a bunch of people that like go th- like just go in the stock market they went they went and bought a ton of gamestop because they, they were day saw, traders, weren't they? Oh yeah, no, no, they no, they're they're just people. They're they're yeah. not day traders or anything. They're just <laughs> yeah. people online. Because no, day traders, they're 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 you know non professional, yeah, non commercial investors who are just yeah. putting their own money in through exactly. a local stock trading service or whatever. So yeah. basically, what happened was the these these yahoos all got together and said, "Hey, this this hedge fund is shorting a lot of GameStop." uh stock let's 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 buy a ton of it so they let's, bought a ton of it thus the, driving up the price it drove up the it, price intentionally Every, intentionally exact, driving well, the price i yes. don't know if it was exact, intentionally driving oh, uh, yeah, it, was, it was yes it that, was intentionally they, driving up the price to screw over this hedge fund so yep. then yeah because they, they yeah yeah so it. well let me let me finish it and then <laughs> Because we're Sorry. actually almost out of time, so I just want to let everybody know know what happened. So they they bought a ton of this stock. They uh and all and so the price goes up. The companies that were shorting the stock, the hedge funds, were then were like, oh god, we have to we have to dump all this stock because we're gonna lose money. So <laughs> then <laughs> they dump the stock. The stock goes higher. It went up 335% in the last, at least the last like few weeks. It's insane. Now, this is all, and the best thing about this is it's all a huge troll. They're not looking for financial stability or anything. Mm-hmm. They're like, let's screw no. over the, and not even that. Now they're looking for other stocks to do the same thing to other yeah. Because it's total, screw the totally man. legal. Yeah, it's yeah. all yeah. legal. It's all legal what they're doing. But Robin Hood because steps the hedge, in. Hedge yeah. funds is doing it in reverse. So in exactly. a way, it's payback. Exactly. It's payback. Right. Robin Hood steps in because Robin Hood is the service that you can use to buy and sell stock on your own without having to go through a trader um, or a hedge fund or anything like that. Robin Hood steps in and just stops it. They can't they can't use it anymore. They can't do it anymore. So now they're getting sued. Now Robin Hood is there's a class action suit. <laughs> so because they halted the trading. Yeah. Yep. This Reddit channel basically like was like shook the fine like the financial core of of the stock market just because they just said screw it let's just screw the with these people it's hilarious let's screw back yeah yep, it's let's hilarious shoot back. it's like oh the deer God. shooting back at the hunters exactly yeah it's it's really and it's great because it shows how manipulative the stock market can mm-hmm. be manipulated yeah it really points right. out a huge problem with our stock market. 
So I just love this I've been story. laughing about this yeah. for like for it's the past few days. Free market at its best. I just want to interject one thing because like the reason why I was interested in this story is I think it it's really illuminating to a lot of people one of the fundamental problems with the stock market because it's like okay so the value of of GameStop stock went from like you know less than five dollars up to over a hundred dollars you know actually is it two hundred and thirty I think something it was, like it that went yeah from, yeah but I mean it just oh, shot that, up yeah. enormously two, yeah so, two to two hundred yeah, yeah. none <laughs> of the money that's being made or lost you know none of the cash that's being pumped into the market to buy their stock is going to GameStop Not because at like all. <laughs> because they they've already issued the stock and it's out there so you know like if somebody pays you know like uh, you know $100 for a share of the stock you know it it does none of that helps GameStop at all. That's the way. Like, oh my god! Right, and that's a big part of like what the point of stocks are is like a way for a company to raise funds by saying like we're going to sh- sell you a piece of ownership in exchange for the the you know the, your your investment and you know that's that's especially when it comes to like True shorting initially. propositions. It's just none of this is happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so much of the stock market is just. That speculation. Sort of, that, right. That sort of speculation. Right. And also, you know, a lot of companies don't pay dividends on their stock. So it's like, as a member of the investor class, it's like, holy crap, maybe everybody are going to see just how parasitic the stock market really is. But anyway, um, that's going to do it for civil <laughs> politics tonight here and on Valley And you're the Democrat? Sorry. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for Civil Policy tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, Subculture is coming up next, followed by Table of Contents and then OK Asia. There's going to be a podcast of this on the various streaming services uh, over the weekend, probably. And uh, we got a repeat airing Mondays at four. So I hope you're listening to us again. Uh, and that'll do it now uh, for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.